episode 36 of the 28 minutes or less podcast man and like you know i got a lot of stuff going on man got a lot of things coming up and the greatest thing about doing this podcast i tell people this a it's a lot of spur of the moment type of shit but you know what i'm saying this is a reoccurring guest obviously this man i work with him a lot you know what i'm saying when it comes to viewers anonymous and he's been on this platform a couple of times and it is the main man, Scoots Bronson. How we feeling today, man? Uh, feeling good, man. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, chilling, chilling, chilling on this beautiful Saturday, man. How you feeling? Yes, sir. man. Listen, it is a beautiful Saturday. I don't know what it's looking like up there in Dayton, boy, but down here in South Carolina, boy, it's looking nice, man. You know what I'm saying? It's real nice, but I got the short sleeve shirt on. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, it ain't, it ain't, that, it ain't here, that beautiful, man. but it's a, it's a little bit warmer. All right, well, I mean, well, the sun's out, though, right? Mm. As long as the sun is out, we all good. sun is out, we all yeah, good. Man, sure. listen. Man, you had, well, obviously today, uh, I usually say, you know what I'm saying, what the subject matter is, um, but the subject matter is going to be really all over the place. Um, so there's really no title for it. Um, I, was, I was really inspired. This, this, it's, this came from the 15 Minutes of Fame that we did. Okay. And it was just like, Cause see the thing is, when me and you do, when we talked about this on the Viewers Anonymous platform, where yeah, you know I'm saying our subject matter basically is the movie that we're doing. You know what I'm right. saying? So everything is circled around that movie that we uh, chose to do that. You know that episode. So we never really get to you know what I'm saying just kick shit. And when we did that 15 minutes of fame, like that shit was just wow. And like you said, uh, from, yeah. <laughs> It got real good, man. It got real good. And I was like, yo, we got to do that shit again because we never really, you know what I'm saying, just kick shit like that because, like, I mean, we'll do it, but we'll do that shit before we start recording and then we'll just get into the, yeah, we'll just get into the movie. So, like, now, man, it's just a lot of shit that, that I've been, like, I remember you saying it, but then it's like, when I just look at, like, you know what I'm saying, from, from afar, obviously, like, the things that you and some of your family members and stuff got going on, I yeah. think that <clears throat> I think that some of the people would be curious. And like, my thing is, I've noticed. So you do, you started doing the Already Home podcast, yeah. you know. And I remember you saying on the episode or so because I remember how in depth you would get with music, and then I figured out why you was like your mom almost had a record deal. Yeah, and. So then, you know, then you got your cousins, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we go high slash the Immaculate Bros and like, and, you know, North State of Mind. So they got all of that shit going on. And then you got your stuff going on and, you know, you got in the merch and all that type of stuff. And like, so where did it come from? Did it start with your mom with like all of y'all being like pretty much, you know what I'm saying, entrepreneurs, man? How did that happen? Um, well, it didn't really start with her. It kind of started like with my, well, with her parents. Um. So for for my mom, my grandmother could sing, you know what I'm saying? So 
she, I guess it was naturally passed down to her. And then um, my grandfather was in the music too, cause he played organ in church. So like, he was like a real live musician. And so I guess growing up, you know, that was just something that she was always around. My grandfather always had a piano in any house or any apartment or whatever that he lived in. Like, even when I was like young, young, I remember, you know what I'm saying? Any, anywhere that he lived, it was always a piano there. So, you know what I'm saying? It just, it was just something that growing, you know, for, for her growing up, I can imagine it was always music around. And then, you know, for me coming up, I got a chance to, you know what I'm saying? Like be around my grandparents, be around, well, grandparents on both sides, you know what I'm saying? And be around my mom, cause my dad passed like eight months after I was born. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it was always music around and it was <laughs> like the, the Motown days, you know what I'm saying? Uh, disco, I mean like a little bit of everything. And so around the time I was born, my mom was in the Air Force and she had ended up having to leave the Air Force because she got pregnant with me. So, you know, she would just be around certain people, you know what I'm saying, who did music at that time as well. So um, she got linked up with some people. They started doing some, um, they started doing like some demos and stuff. Her and my cousin had a group together. There was like a duo. And then um, unfortunately my cousin ended up being on drugs so my mom was kind of like by herself for a minute and then um she ended up getting linked up with these dudes man and like they got her on this demo with uh a dude named michael kyle if anybody <laughs> if anybody can find it it's on youtube somewhere but if anybody can find it it's a song called um why do we make love and my mom is on the uh remix to it so basically they just did like a whole remix and they end up making like a maxi single for it. And she's on one of the um she's on one of the tracks. I think it's like track four. So um <laughs> she had a deal that she could have signed, you know what I'm saying? We could have probably been rich out here, we probably would have made it, but <laughs> she chose to, you know, instead she just chose to not sign it and be a mom and raise me. So here we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like with with that going on, like how did like you and like your cousins get like the way that y'all are, but like just doing something different because yeah, you know what I mean. Because like for me, it was like I I didn't have an example to go mm -hmm. off of. Like you know, nobody really like pretty much everybody in my family worked for somebody or something like that. And yeah. like you know what what really got me into podcasting was really just want to express myself because I was just you know I did you know a little bit of. YouTube videos, and then I started writing this blog on this one site, and then you know got done with that Charlemagne book, and just like you know what, I'm gonna start a podcast. So like, how did you get into like podcasting, and like were you first like was you and your cousins like in communication with some of this type of stuff that y'all was doing? <laughs> actually, <laughs> nah, actually, um, so for me it was a combination of things, right? So like. Um, when I was younger, I used to rap. Like, I always wanted to be a rapper. My first rap name ever was Billy the Kid. I think I was like six or seven. So I used to rap like Bone Thugs and Harmony. So that happened. And then my cousin, my older cousin, who was actually the person who got me to start, you know what I'm saying, trying to rap, he ended up coming up with Varsity House. So that was the dude who um, we initially used for the um, original sponsor for 
already home. So he ended up like having this run where he ended up rapping and everything else. He had a mixtape out and he was doing like all this stuff. And I was basically like, not really his manager, but like kind of like an A&R for him. So like mm -hmm. I was doing, like I was making his MySpace page. I was, um, I don't know, I was adding friends on to the page. I would, uh, I'd go with him like when he meeting up doing photo shoots or when he was going to the studio, I was always around him. So that was just like one of the things that happened. And then the other thing was like my mom, of course. And then um, another thing was like when I was in high school, I used to, uh, my aunt bought me a video camera. So I used to have a video camera through, with me throughout high school and I had a laptop. And so like um, around that time, we didn't have like the, the videos. We used to have to make um, slideshows. So I used to make slideshows in high school. And so like, it was just a, a, just a big culmination of things. And then, so eventually I ended up turning my YouTube into like, uh, trying to make it like a smack DVD. And then I had like a whole bunch of people freestyling on my YouTube and then, uh, that didn't work out. So I scratched that and then like started doing like pranks and stuff that didn't work. So I scratched that. And then I just started just putting just random stuff on my YouTube. And then, um, my little cousins, that was actually funny because they got their start because the um the oldest one he would uh write stuff on his shirt because he wanted to get nike shirts but you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying his parents ain't buying nike shirts so he would just write stuff on his shirt so like if nike had like just do it on there and then he'll go write his last name norris do it but it was like a plain white t-shirt with a black marker on it and then i guess there are like some college fair or whatever the cincinnati art institute uh representative seen them and you know what i'm saying they got them down there in cincinnati and that's kind of how they got north state of mind rolling but as far as me um i got into podcasting because i didn't have cable so i used to live in columbus and in columbus um i had you know what I'm saying cable everything i was working ended up getting fired from my job and i had to move back to dayton and so um while i was up there i was writing sports blogs on Facebook. So I had like a big group. We would write sports blogs, we debate, you know what I'm saying, on Facebook, that kind of stuff. And then once I got back to dating, I didn't have cable or anything else. I didn't have no job at the time. I was job searching, my wife was working. And so I was basically like a stay at home dad. And then so not having cable and then just having a cell phone, I used to go on ESPN.com. And I would basically like listen to all the shows through podcasts. That's how I initially found out about podcasting. And so um, I think it was Michael Smith and Jamel Hill was the, was the first like podcast that I listened to. It wasn't like a replay of the show. And so mm -hmm. it was um, like, it started off being, I think like Numbers Never Lie. And then yep. after Numbers Never Lie, it turned like to His and Hers. Mm -hmm. And so I started listening to His and Hers and I was like, yo, this is dope. The fact that they get to really sit down and just talk and people can like just listen to this. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You might not be able to watch the TV show, you know what I'm saying, like while you're at work, but you can listen to it while you're at work. I'm like, this is a dope concept. And then I ended up getting hip to Combat Jack, rest in peace. And um, he was doing something totally different. He was talking to people in music and actors and all that. And I was like, oh, this is a thousand times better. And then through Combat Jack, I found out about Brilliant Idiots. And then um, through Brilliant Idiots, that's how I found out about, you know, Joe Budden. So it was just like a like a domino effect. And then um, by this time, I think it's like 2016, I end up seeing the, uh, the 85 South show. 
So I'm watching it on YouTube by this time. Like by this time, I don't got my life together. I finally get a job. You know, so I got cable back, got my internet, and I'm in the bedroom and I'm watching the 85 South show on YouTube. And I'm like, yo, this is this is just anybody could do this at this point. And um I went up to my co-host again. I was talking to him because we used to work together and he did music too. So naturally I was already working with him uh doing his music. And during the time we was doing everything, I was working on his mixtape. So I was doing the artwork for his mixtape. Um, I was basically putting the playlist together for the mixtape. I basically was, you know what I'm saying, just doing everything. That way he could just focus on the music. And so um, he released his mixtape. You know what I'm saying? I told him, like, look, I'm about to buy all this equipment. I got a laptop. Let's do this podcast. He was down with it. So the first ever podcast I did, the only thing I had at the time was a laptop. Did some research made a cover uh, for it, and we just started recording, and then, you know, set it from there on, and it was podcast heaven. Man. You know, I, I sit there, and I listen to that shit, and I'm like, <laughs> nah, like, for real, like, dude, I had, it, it tells me, like, how fucking, like, lame my life is. Like, I don't have no shit while I was, like, around a, 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 a you know I'm saying, a rapper or a singer or yeah. anybody. Like, dude, I was just literally, like, just, just by myself, and, like, well, how I was introduced, like my guy Mark, you know what I'm saying? Because when I used to go, you know, because I was at FedEx and mm-hmm. my boss, man, he had XM radio in the truck. So I used to right. listen to, you know what I'm saying, XM. And so my homeboy Mark had said something to me about uh, about the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, so I started listening to the Breakfast Club. And then he was like, uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, Charlemagne and Angela Yee got their own podcast. Like, mm-hmm. fuck is a podcast? Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, man. So, like, he, he sent it to me. You know what I'm saying? So, the first podcast I listened to was The Brilliant Idiots and um, and uh, Lip Service. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm thrown into the game, dude. Because if people know what Lip Service is, it's like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you, like, hey, open up to, like. But yeah. you like what the fuck? Like they could talk yeah. about this shit. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so like that's how I'm introduced. And then like they kept like talking about like loudspeaker network. So yeah. at the time I was you know on SoundCloud. So I start following the loudspeaker network. And then it just opened my like you said come back Jack. You know what I'm saying? Like like I mentioned to you, and I mentioned it to Candace as well. Like you was like yo when we did that 15 minutes of fame, you was like yo I'm gonna try to Joe Rogan this thing. I'm yeah. like, shit, I'm gonna try to Reggie O'Shea this thing. Cause it was like right. for me, like that dude was just like phenomenal, man. He had the perfect voice. Man. Like, and really the last thing that he really was involved in was that mogul. You met, yep. did you hear that? Man, that mogul yeah. was off the chain, man. He he did a phenomenal job with that. And so, like, that's how so I just kind of just really off the strength of just really being in my own head and like finishing that book and just like, yo, I got to just research and then like, shit, all you got to do, I had a laptop, but mm-hmm. all I had to do was buy a mic. And so yeah. I'm talking, and then, well, I guess I had one person, Casey, because mm-hmm. Casey was the one who even told me about Audacity. And so like, I ended up getting Audacity, getting the mics, and then I just recorded the episode. And I'm saying, I, I, I figured out how to upload that shit. I, uh, Told Mark about it. Mark listened to it. He gave me some feedback, and he was just like, "Yo, like, man, you need a co-host." You know what I'm saying? And now, like, the rest is history. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just put in 201. So, but like, you had people around you that was like that was doing shit, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really have nobody around me that was, like, really, really doing shit. Like, Casey was, like, doing, like, little beats, but he would put them on SoundCloud, but he wasn't, like, really promoting it. It was just right. something where, it, like, he would put it on SoundCloud just for, like, a tool for it just to be there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it, I guess it wouldn't take up so much space on his computer or whatever, but, like, nobody was around me that motivated me to, to do this shit. Like, it just well, seemed it like you had... It wasn't necessarily motivation. It was more like that's why I say this is like a combination of things. Like it was more so like I had just been involved with it. You know what I'm saying? Like when with my cousin and doing music, I don't really think that that kind of put me in like for podcasts, and that more so helped me do the A and R thing with Gan. Like it was easy to work with. You know what I'm saying? Somebody doing music because this is something that I've already did before. I was doing that in high school. Like I was actually working with somebody who was trying to start a music career while I was in high school. So, you know what I'm saying, like being around it all my life, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, like a, um, you know what I'm saying, like it, it wasn't a foreign thing to me. Like I've been in real studios, I've been with sitting around producers, like, you know what I'm saying, listening how, you know, they talk to engineers and everything else. So when I was with my cousin, he had specifically picked me for that reason. Cause he was like, you know what I'm saying, I know you know a little bit about it, let's go along with it. When my cousins, um, with them, I think their father was more so the inspiration. Like he was a recovering alcoholic. He he was literally like on the brink of death. And then he turned his life around and really started his own landscaping business. And then like from that, that was just like, if you see that, it's like, yo, you you gotta be able to do something for yourself. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like with my mom, it was just for me, her sacrifice of not taking a record deal and, you know what I'm saying, like raising kids and living a totally different life than what she could have been living. Like, I tell, we talk about it all the time. Like, man, our lives could have been totally different if she took that record deal and possibly end up becoming a, you know what I'm saying, an artist. You know what I'm saying? We probably would have been living in California somewhere or Atlanta somewhere. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I think the my real inspiration was more so like those smack DVDs. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like my uncle for sure, because like I said, he he really changed his life around. And then, you know, not only that, it was like, you know, seeing stuff like, you know, um, shows and stuff on BET where they constantly talking about music. You know what I'm saying? Listening to, you know, Charlemagne or, or Combat Jack or Mike and Jamel, you know what I'm saying? Like listening to them. And it was like, it was just basically mixing everything together and it was just like eventually I you know so I gotta find something to do because like my whole thing was always I was always trying to be in this space anyway you know what I'm saying starting at YouTube in high school putting up videos in high school having people freestyle or you know what I'm saying like um people could probably go back and look now like I, we was doing the soldier boy dance in high school putting it up on YouTube so you know what I'm saying like all of this was never new to me it was more so like how can I put all of this together and make something happen? So when podcasting finally got that, you know what I'm saying, like that, that shine, it was like, oh, okay, like maybe I could do this. And I think this would be something that would be cool to do. So once I actually got into it, it was like, wow, like this is this has probably been the most successful idea I've had. That's what's up, man. Hey, man, your mama could, hey, man, she could have me an exit, man. You know what I'm saying? Me an ex put like an album or two out. And then she was like, I'm raising my kids now, man. She could have put an hey, album man, listen, out. I, I wish she did, man. I ain't gonna lie. I told I make this joke with her. She hate when I make this joke, but I told her, like, mom, I said, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could have been one of them kids that was, you know what I'm saying, getting out of rehab. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you would have took that, 
You know what I'm saying? If you'd have took that deal, like I could have been one of those kids. I could have been like, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, a Lindsay Lohan or, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, a Justin Bieber. I could have been one of those famous kids getting out of rehab by now, but she never took it, man. It, it was probably for the best, but who knows, man. Yeah, it's hard to tell, like, especially like when you think about decisions that like parents made back in the day yeah. or anything like that, you know, like, I mean, I don't have anything exciting like that. All I got is, you know, like my dad, you know, told me that, you know, when his father died, you know, that's when he had to start working and he had to stop playing ball and stuff. So he'd been right. working in like uh, factory meals since the 10th grade in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that's basically his story. You know what I'm saying? Like and then he worked at another one um, when I think when he retired, he worked there for like 38 years. I'm not even 38. You know what I'm saying? So my dad. Yeah. Just been working in meals, you know what I'm saying? But see, and, uh, I think it's dope to see that, you know what I'm saying, to see that sacrifice that they made for us, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when, you know what I'm saying, I look at, like, where I am, where my little cousins are, you know what I mean? Like, they really laid down, you know what I'm saying, like, the chances that they had in order for us to really even be here in the first place. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell my mom, like, even though I joke with her, like, I'm super grateful that the, you know what I mean, I mean you know what I mean? Like, the fact that she even thought about me in that process because it's like she could have just you know what I'm saying let me live with my grandparents and she could have just been on the road you know what I'm saying doing her thing but she just decided like nah that's not the way and you know she always been there for me no matter what like to this day like I just got off the phone with her earlier like she's always been around so it's like that sacrifice that she made was definitely worth it that's dope man that's dope yeah yeah man it you know it's always sucked to like hear people because like you know, you never I, I, I guess it's different when you actually experience it and like yeah. actually realize like how lucky you are sometimes, like to have like both parents and stuff. And right. then like to hear you say that, you know, you lost your father when you was eight months. I mean, obviously you didn't you know, you didn't really get to know him or right. whatnot, but like do your mom ever say anything to you like, Oh man, that's that's something your dad will say, or you sound like uh, your dad or not not just my mom like yo i live i lived in i probably still do like i lived in the shadow of my dad for like the longest like you know what i'm saying I, it wasn't never a thing like once he passed like i didn't get to see my other side of my family or nothing like i always like i live across the street from my uh, dad's mom right now so it's like okay. i've always you know so like i've always been on that side of the family like they've always let me know who he is and to be honest with you like i was even blessed to have a dope stepfather that he knew my dad. Him and my dad went to college and sit together. So he would even tell me just how dope my dad was. So you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I've always had people around who let me know who he is. I've always been aware of his legacy and everything like that. So it wasn't never like that I didn't know who he was. It was more so just I've never been able to, you know what I'm saying, like physically be there with him. But like mentally and spiritually, he's always been there with me. That's what's up, man. That's dope. That's dope. That's real dope, yeah. man. Because I I've heard you talk about you know what I'm saying your stepfather and like how much he stepped yeah. in and was like basically like treated you like a son like day yeah. one from what you would say you know from what I heard on the podcast and yeah and thing like that. So that's dope, man. That's dope. Like because it's just it's interesting like to hear like different people's story of like how they got started because like podcasts like even though it has blown up to this very huge thing. It's still like nice. when there's somebody like me and you, like, you know what I'm saying? We everyday people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not, you know, these entertainers and they just happen to get a podcast or, you know, a radio, a radio personality, but they got their own podcast or 
right. all the athletes are getting podcasts. So they got all these immaculate stories, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? We can give it to the people from, you know what I'm saying, from day-to-day life, you know what I'm saying? Like when you would talk about, I know a few times you would say things that happened on the Viewers Anonymous about, I mean, I, I was at work and I was trying to do this one thing and it's just like, yo, you know, you know how many people can relate to that shit? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I just talked, to, you know what I'm saying? Like when I met FedEx, it's like a lot of people can relate more to mm-hmm. what we go through during the day than actually these people. But, you know what I'm yeah. saying, a lot of people feel that they're more interesting, you know. And, like, yeah. a person that I wanted to bring up to you, because it was something I really wanted to talk about, and I did a podcast on the first time he spoke about it, and what I'm talking about is Dave Chappelle. Okay. So, when the, I think the Unforgiving, Unforgiving came out, and mm-hmm. that's when he was asking people, well, he told a story about when he became a comedian at 15 and about how this guy, the way he set it up was just, ge- Dave Chappelle is a fucking genius, man. Yes. So yes. he brought up how this guy wanted to use his joke. And then, so he was like, the guy used his joke, but he was going on after him. And he was like, yo, can I get my joke back? And so the guy, yes. said, the, guy <laughs> the guy intimidated him. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? And then he talked about the card game and how he seen it was a scam. And so mm-hmm. he, he, he used all of that to say that like Viacom and like all these other companies, like they're doing the same exact thing. And he was just like, yeah. I don't even own my last night. I can't even do a sketch show and name it after myself because they own it. And right. so they put it on HBO Max and he was pissed off that HBO did it because he said they pitched the show to HBO and they said that. Uh, how did he say? He yeah, said, oh, "What do we need we, for you?" He said, "Something like, what do we need you for?" Or something like that. And so they turned it down. And so Netflix put it on there, and he has a deal with Netflix. So, but he wouldn't get paid for spell. So, so he asked people to stop watching. It. And that's yeah. so dope that people actually stopped watching it. So then a couple of months later, a couple of months later happened, and now Viacom has basically given him his name back. Let's just call it that. Gave him his name yep. back. Now he's getting paid for it. It's back on HBO Max. It's back on um, Netflix. So what are your thoughts on all the stuff that's transpired with Dave Chappelle? Um, I think what Dave did was brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's funny that, you know what I'm saying, you bring up Dave Chappelle because, you know what I'm saying, he's a man of the people. And it makes sense as to why you're so enamored with this because, you know what I'm saying, like having the talks that we've had, you know what I'm saying, you talk about Fred Hampton a lot. And, you know what I'm saying, Fred Hampton was that same way. He had the people, you know what I'm saying? We just seen Judas and the Black Messiah and, you know what I'm saying, we've done the history on Fred Hampton. So, you know that he was always for the people. And if you ever, you know what I'm saying, heard about Dave Chappelle or paid attention to Dave Chappelle, he's always been that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not this big, I mean, he is a big Hollywood star, but he's not, he doesn't portray it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. doesn't exude that. Like, he's just a normal, everyday guy if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you've ever seen him. Like, I've talked to plenty of people who don't went out to, you know what I'm saying, Yellow Springs. Like, Yellow Springs is like 30, 45 minutes away from where I live. So, mm-hmm. they've been out there, they see him at a store, he sit and talk to people, and you know what I'm saying? Like the city, I mean the town out there, like he they know him just like as a regular guy. And so, you know, just the fact that he doesn't have this, 
you know, this over the top mentality or this over the top personality. And, you know, he's going around with, like you said, just regular every uh, everyday average people. And, you know, he's just having conversations with them or, you know, saying he just sits in the store and he getting the usual like that's the kind of person that you want to be around. That's the kind of person that you want to represent, not just who you are, but that's the kind of person you want, you know, saying to be in Hollywood. If you, you know, saying most of the stories you hear about these Hollywood celebrities, they, you know, fighting off paparazzi or they telling them, you know, telling people, nah, I can't sign an autograph or something goofy like that. But a guy like Dave Chappelle, he don't mind. You know, he sitting there talking with people, taking pictures with people. Just he just, a you know, a cool dude. And so, you know, what I'm saying anytime you're, you know, you're a champion of the people, the people will always have your back and the people will do what's right. Um the most important thing was just the fact that, you know, when he's like you said, when he was like, yo, I, I would ask y'all to stop watching it. And, you know, well, nobody going to go against Dave Chappelle. Like everybody loves Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Like white, black, Asian, whatever. Everybody loves Dave Chappelle. And so, you know, the fact that he got a chance to fight against the system and actually get a win is like you said, is nothing short of brilliant. It's nothing short of genius. Like, that's this is probably a moment that'll go down in history forever to let us know like if you can get the people on your side and you can do what you're supposed to do you know what i'm saying amongst them then anything is possible dude it's so it's so wild like we hear like all of these stories man about like record companies uh tv companies and like all these deals and like ownership like everybody always preaches preaches ownership like that's what yeah. you want but then it's also that trap of, you know what I'm saying, you live in your regular life, you you know what I'm saying, you, you're shooting for your dream, you're trying to get in that mode of, you know, you want to either be a rapper or a comedian or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, uh -huh. they, they offer you that money, like, yo, we'll give you 500000 to do this. And it's like, man, I'm sitting here, you know, calling my cousin or, you know, asking my mom, let me borrow this, let me borrow that. And somebody <laughs> yeah, offer you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They <laughs> offer you this, it's like, shit, let me go ahead yeah. and take it real quick. And yeah. it's like, is, but how people just happen to just, like, people don't care about people. And right. it would just, but at the same time, you know, I commend Viacom for doing what they did, but then at the same time, it's like, they wasn't profiting off of something that they could profit off of. So it's kind of like, well, we might as well just give it to them because, I mean, we, we got, so we got this show and it's just sitting out here and nobody's watching it. And like, right. if I'm not mistaken, don't they gotta, well, I'm not gonna get into that, but I think it's, I think it's nice what they did. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I, I feel like they're still benefiting in a way. I don't think so. I think that um they 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 definitely benefited, you know what I'm saying, in the long run, because think about all the reruns they've shown, think about all the marathons they've shown and all the different places that Chappelle Show was and everything else. Like this that's the highest grossing, you know what I'm saying, TV show as far as DVD sales. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, they definitely made some money off of it, but, you know what I'm saying? When the people are, when the people are on the side of, you know what I'm saying, the victim, 
in this case, the victim, you know, they didn't have a choice but to sell it. You know, why would you keep something that, I mean, they could have did it out of spite, but, you know, that's not business. And, you know, so like I said, I think Dave Chappelle made a brilliant move when he decided not to, you know, not to try to sue him or anything else like that. No, he, he played, you know what I'm saying, the, the game that he played, and he made a good business move. I'm going to tell people not to watch it, and hopefully people don't watch it. And, you know what I'm saying, it worked out. People didn't watch it, so there was no value in it. So the only thing left to do is, at this point, either just scrap it or sell it. And if somebody trying to buy it from you, all they care about is the green. So if he going to get it, you know what I'm saying, if he going to pay us for it, we'll take it. We made some extra money off of it. But now it's to the point to where he's probably going to make triple what they make because everybody's been clamoring to get Chappelle's show back. So now, you know, whatever he puts out is going to be supported. If you look at anything Dave Chappelle has done since he's been back, it's like he's been doing what Chappelle's show did 10 times over. Yeah, it and he just seems like the most relatable dude, man. Like, did you see that? Uh, yeah. Oh, what's my man's name? David Letterman. When he did, mm-hmm. did you see the interview he did with it? Man, it's just like, like you said, he was just like, dude, I used to come here when I was a kid and like he's just walking down the street. Yeah. People just speaking to him like he's just an everyday person. You just know a, what I mean? Just a regular citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Because and like, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, like that's how Yellow Springs is. I've been to Yellow Springs a couple of times. I never got a chance to see Dave Chappelle, but Yellow Springs is like that. Like it's a it's a quiet little small town. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody knows everybody, and it's just one of them places that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to have a good, good time, you go down there, you can find, like, a nice little dive bar with a live band, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy yourself, have fun, but it's just one of those places where it's just got, it, it's a warm welcome, and people fuck with everybody down there. That's what's up, man, because, like, you get this or something, and, like, Dave Chappelle seemed like one of those type of people, man, just, just from watching that, because, one thing I was just I was literally talking to a friend about this the other day. I was like, like famous people and like athletes and stuff like that. Like it has to be annoying to like people just coming up to you and wanting to talk to you or give you ideas. They want to take a picture. They you know what I'm saying that they, they trying to get an autograph so they can make money off of you off, you know what I'm saying, off of uh, eBay or something. And it's like, God man, this shit gotta be annoying. And it's like I think of stuff like that, and it's just like, if I was to cut, like, really, I haven't really been in a lot of those circles, and, like, the only time that I have, the people that I was around, they were so fucking dope, like, when I went to- Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, time out, time out. You telling me a dude who won national championships in high school, or, I'm sorry, state championships in high school, you wasn't one of those people? Nah. Nah. You was on a football team, bro. Nah. Like, dude, like, the thing was, like, even though I was on a football team, like, yeah. dude, I was, I, I wasn't the guy. Like, Sinclair, you know, Sinclair yeah. been on the podcast. He was Mr. Football. You know what I'm saying? But like, still, he, was, he was the, the man. Football team. You, like, okay, like, so when I was in, like, I, I played football up until, like, middle school. I tried out in high school. I just didn't go no more. But, like, in middle school, I was on the football team, and I was just one of like one of those just like in between dudes. Like I was a jock, but I was still like a nerd. So like I wasn't like Mr. Popular, but people knew me. But people still like messed with me though. 
because I was on the football team. <laughs> so you ain't gonna sit here and tell me like being on the football <laughs> team, you ain't get, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't get no kind of shine. I mean, like I was I was popular by default. You know what I'm saying? But like right. even even with that, even with that though, like dude, I was like if you would have known me then, like I was totally different yeah. because right. I was the like the shyest person. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I was okay. shy. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was low fucking self esteem. Like it was yeah. just all of that shit. And it just like I didn't really talk. I didn't really interact with a lot of people. And like football did like open me up though yeah. because like like when you with the fellas, like man, y'all form like this. Most of the mm. time, y'all form this brotherhood. That's the crazy mm-hmm. thing about seeing like some of the people that you went to school with or you ball with, and you yeah. see the way that some of them seem to think now. It's just like, yeah. damn, like man, we were cool as fuck in high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? What happened? Like, we was, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, nah, I mean, I was, I mean, I, I was kind of like one of the cool kids, but it was like, I mean, I did. I did say one time about how this one guy just randomly just came up on me in Walmart and was just telling me how good of a football player I was and all this See, type of stuff. So I've like, never had that experience. I mean, <laughs> I've never had that experience. <laughs> Nothing like that has ever happened to me. Nothing like that has ever happened to me. Dude, like it it was I mean, it was it was weird. I mean, nobody never asked me for my autograph. You know what I'm saying? It, it was never it was never no like shit like he that. He asked you for a picture though. He definitely asked you for a picture. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but you know what though? It wasn't. I'm trying to think. It was. It was camera phones, but that was the camera phones that you couldn't see shit. That was the flip phones. Uh, yeah. That was that time. Yeah, because this was like this was like 2004 or something like that. 2004, uh, 2005. Yeah. Like hey, that's, you don't want that's, that. That's when I was a freshman. Dude, I was I was out of high school because that, that was my first year out of high school because. I didn't go straight to West Virginia. Like I went, um, I went to Greenville Technical College, and so I went there for a year, and then um, I took that first semester off, man, because I was just like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I hear all these people talk about like these they relationship with their moms, and it's just like, yeah. like it's not like that for me. Like you know, what I'm saying, right. me and my mom, we just not tight like that. Like we just don't even talk. Like we. I can't even I can't even tell you the last time she even called my phone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's like that. So I was just like I was living with her at the time and I was just like, yo, man, I, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta get my own crib. I gotta do my own thing. So I just started working like full time. And then, you know what I'm saying, my uh my receiver coach, which now he's coaching down at um damn Coastal Carolina. You know, Coastal oh, Carolina just went on a run. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Coastal Carolina was, like, undefeated till they played uh, – who the fuck they lost to? I forgot who they lost to. But, but uh, yeah, he's coaching down there now. But, like, he was um, – okay. he was just like, man, he was like, man, you need to – I mean, you need to play ball, man. He was like – so he got to telling me about guys that he knew, told me about Fairmont State, and uh, sent, sent my highlight tape up there. You know what I'm saying? They offered me a partial scholarship. And I was just like, yo, I'm out. I just dipped. Yeah. Look, I found out – like he called me that Monday and was like, "You got to be up here by Thursday to um to register for your classes. Like Thursday's the deadline." And like yeah. I got to the point where I just stopped telling people like what was going on because like there was a little recruitment thing going on when I first graduated, right? So mm-hmm. you know, so it was 
I mean, I never got offered by like the school, but the schools I was in contact with, like I was in contact with Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, Virginia, but there was never no scholarship offer. Like we were just in contact. And then, like I told you once before, like um, Ohio State sent me some tickets for a basketball game. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I had to get my own way up there and all that type shit. And I ain't had no money. So, you know what I'm saying? So that was that ended there. But like the one school that did give me an offer, but it was like, yo, but you got to make this on the SAT was North Carolina State. So it was like, so I'm talking to them. I take my SAT. I don't get the score that I need. So it's like, damn. So. So it's like my mom and my dad, everybody asked me, like, man, where you going? Where you going? Where you going? And I was like, man, I don't know. You know, I lost out on this school, lost out on that school. And then I had to start thinking smaller. And then I took my one visit and I went to Tuscaloosa College, which is a D2 school in uh, Greenville, Tennessee. So I went out there and, you know, they told me, hey, look, we got, we got a full scholarship for you. You just got to make this on the test. So obviously I'm just telling everybody I'm not a good tester. So I didn't make <laughs> so I didn't make money to get into there. So yeah. so like what ended up happening was I'm telling everybody like oh I'm talking to this school now I'm talking to this one it's like fuck everything I talked about fell through. So mm-hmm. I just stopped talking about it. I ain't say nothing. So I found out that Monday and I just told my mom hey I'm leaving Thursday. <laughs> she was like the fuck. Where you going? That's hilarious. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm going to West Virginia. Like, West Virginia. And you know what I'm saying? I live around like country people. Like, everybody yeah. for like I know for, I mean, still to this day, they'll be like, Yeah, oh, my son Sean, he went up to Virginia to play ball. Like, Ooh. no, man. I went to West Virginia, man. <laughs> West Virginia and Virginia are two different damn places, man. So yeah. So everybody always got that wrong. So I just really, I really kept a lot of that shit on the DL because, like, I really, it got to the point of, like, it was embarrassing, really. Yeah. Well, it's, like, people that, like, invested and, like, hey, man, where you going, where you going? And then it's just, like, I just felt like a disappointment. So I just didn't say nothing about it. And then when the opportunity came, it was just, like, boom. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving in four days. And then, like, yeah. everybody was just thrown for a loop. And they're just, like, damn, like, like that quick? And I said, that's back in the old MapQuest days, but I had to print out oh, a MapQuest. <laughs> I had to print out MapQuest directions, but oh. and that was the first time I ever even used directions. I cannot believe I even found that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I made it one try too. I ain't messed up an exit or nothing. Shit, See, that's, probably- that's, that's dope though. Like you got a chance to, you know what I'm saying? Like you was getting scholarships and all kind of shit. Like for me, I was in, uh, when I was in high school, I was taking advanced placement classes. Like, we was separated from the rest of the school. And then, like, once I got done with high school, bro, I was done with school, period. I told her, like, I'm not going to no college. My mom was mad. And then, so I went to, like, community college for, like, a semester. And I was like, I'm not doing this, bro. I don't want to do this. I'm cool. I was so sick of school, bro. I hated school. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but. I hated school, bro. Man, hey, I'm the same here, man. I, I never I never was big on school, man. And but then like, you know what I'm saying? If I can teach anybody anything, like if you got kids or anything like that, it's just like really tell them the importance, man, because like I didn't realize it until it was too late. Like it was like in the middle of my senior year where it was just like, damn, like I'm starting to see like this this it's not looking good for me because of you know what I'm saying? My GPA and all this type of stuff. It just because I just really took school light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, 
if I pass, I pass. Like, like I was determined. Like, I was going to get a fucking diploma. Like, that was a must. Yeah. Like, that was the sure. big thing. I was like, look, I'm going to graduate. It's just like, I might not graduate with the highest average, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to meet mm -hmm. the requirements. And, like, that's basically how I took it. And then when it got to that point, it was like, fuck. It's like, I ain't going to be able to go to any of these schools. And it was yeah. like, and I love ball, I love football, man, but it was just like, it was, I did, I, I wasn't, you know, and um, I, I've been watching, um, because they got it on, you, like, if you got the BET uh, subscription, they got the yeah. first, they got the first season of uh, American Gangster, you can watch it, right? Okay. So, I was, I, been, I watched the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the whole first season, even though I've seen it, like, five damn times. Um, so I was watching the one on the Chamber Brothers, and like, and they would just talk about like how poor they was, and like how they became like these hustlers, and like they built their way up to where they were. <clears throat> and it's just like that's like the story of like a lot of like athletes sometimes, like they come from like some of the most poorest neighborhoods and shit, and like the worst of situations. Yeah. See, my my situation wasn't like that bad. Like we was okay. Like I didn't have a lot of stuff, but I mean, but I had, you know what I'm saying? I was able to get. Just about every pair of Iversons, you know what I'm saying? So I was able to, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, wait a minute. The... You got Iversons? Oh, dude, I was Iverson in high school. I, I've I never did... owned a pair of Iversons a day in my life. Dude, listen to me. I had, it started in 1996, <laughs> my guy. I can tell yeah, you when it started, I know, man. I know. I'm going to tell you, my uncle had them. I was mad as hell. <laughs> I know exactly. Hey, yeah. hey, everybody, like, man, everybody, you know, you know how it was. Jay's. Yeah. Air Maxes. I had Jays. You know I had Jays up until I was like, uh, I want to say like maybe eleven. Nah, probably not even then. Maybe like nine or ten. I had every pair of Jays up until like I was like nine or ten. And see, I'm obviously I had every pair. Obviously, I had yeah. the very first questions that came out, and I was so right. mad because. I wanted the the original pair. The original pair was the uh, the blue chip with the red uh, Reebok sign. So mm -hmm. I told my dad, Dad, I gotta get these obviously. I want them. And so we go to the mall, and they're all out of that color. All they yeah. got is the black and gold ones, which I was oh, cool man. with because my my school colors are black and yeah. gold. So I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I take the black and gold one. And then then the answers come out. Yeah, I had every pair of answers, even those ugly ones with the little wing shit in the front. Them things was yeah. trash, but I got them anyway. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, <laughs> and then, and then the crazy part was the ones that he had um when in two thousand and one when they went to the finals, like that version with the zip on it. I had, yeah, the one I had where those over Tyron Lue. Exactly, I have, <laughs> I have four different colors. Of those answers, but yeah. I had four different colors. I had the I had the original black and gray with the red, and then I got the uh the all whites. Then I got the white and gray. Don't tell me why I did that because white and gray and white and white is the same damn thing. But I was like, I don't hey, care, give them to me. Gotta have them. Gotta <laughs> have them. Hey, I had all of them, dude. I was the I was I the obvious man. Have, uh -oh. I know what shoes you didn't have, and I think I probably think out of everybody I know, I probably was the only person with these shoes. I had the official Wayne Gretzky boots. No, I didn't have those. Yeah, but I had the Wayne had, Gretzky boots. I had I had the British Knights though in elementary school though. 
know what I'm saying? I, ne- I, got, I had LA gears. I ain't never get the British Knights. I had to get the LA gears. I had I had those. I had those. And since we talking shoes, and then I'm so mad that they just re-released these bitches, man. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle of a lot of different shit right now, man. I just got a new car. Man, it's like, man, I gotta pay the state taxes and shit. Like I can't think about paying I can't think about buying my suit right now, but man, they re-released my Griffins, man. My Griffins, my 96s. Oh uh, uh, man, Dude. I already know, bro. Man, I went in. I told, I told, I told all the kids. I was, I man, I never forget. I was fourth grade. I'm in the fourth grade, and I and I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, I'm about to get these Ken Griffey Junior shoes. Oh, I know yeah. you ain't, man. You just talking. You ain't getting them. I said, watch what I tell you. Shit, my daddy got paid. I came into school on Monday morning, and man, I kicked, and I sat down at my desk and I kicked my foot out. <laughs> Hey, all the kids are like, oh, he got him. He got him. I was going to get him. But, hey, I was that's a man fine. in fourth grade, but That's fine. Hey, bro. they not re-released them, man. Them, them, them ones okay. are fire, man. <laughs> what, was, what was the worst shoes you ever had? Oh, man, the worst shoes. Oh, man. All right, give me a minute to think about it, but I'll tell you the worst. I'm gonna tell I gotta tell you about the one time, the worst day I ever had in school. How about that? Yeah. I'll tell you the worst day I had in school. Hold on, real so, quick. I'm gonna tell you the, I'm gonna tell you mine real quick. I had <laughs> my mom, right? So I don't know what I don't know what it was, bro. But like she would go, she would go to uh like go shopping and stuff, and you know, like how your how your parents like they think they know what fashion is, right? So like my mom would go shopping and she would buy me stuff and then bring it back home like, yo, check this out. So I'm like, yo, like, all right, mom, that's cool or whatever. I didn't want to wear it, but I was like, yeah, it's cool. So she went to, I forgot where, I think it was like Marshalls or like TJ Maxx or something. And she bought me some all white, white on white, high top Tommy Hilfiger shoes. But they looked like, they looked like Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> But they was bulky like boots. So they had like a they had a real thick outsole, like all that, bro. Like, but they I swear to you, they were supposed to be like Air Force Ones. So man, I wore them bad boys in school. <laughs> bro, hey, they let me have it, bro. When I tell you, bro, that was the worst day of school in the world, bro. I was like, man. I wanted to walk around in my socks for the rest of the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I took them bad boys off and put them in. Yeah. I took them off and put them in the uh, closet, bro. I'm like, I'm never wearing these. To this oh, day, man. the shoes are still in the closet at my mom's house, bro. I've never worn these shoes. These shoes are horrible, bro. They are horrible. I seen I was like, when, I, uh, when she gave me the box, right? Because like, I done had, I done, I, I'm, a, I'm an odd person. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get anything that I think is cool. So, like, I used to have Reebok G-Units. I done had all kind of wild stuff, right? So, when she bought me those, though, man, I looked at them shoes, bro. Like, I just knew. I'm like, man, I'm going to get tore up in school tomorrow, bro. I'm about to get killed. But I still wore them, bro. I wore them. I never wore them again a day in my life, bro. Oh, man. I remember. (laughs) uh, I don't remember nobody giving me no shit over it. Because mm-hmm. like they they had a moment, they had a moment yeah. in time. Man, my dad girlfriend bought me some lug boots, yo. 
I had but they were, Birdman. But they were but they were low top though. Oh no. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, but oh. I was at that point in my life, like, dude, I had I hit a growth spurt. So then none of my other shit fit. So that was the only shoes I had, so I had to wear. Dude, I hated those shoes. Didn't nobody like clown me, but I just you look around and you like you the only because like when you got the fly shoes and you the only one who got them, you know how special it is. But when you got the shoes, you got some shoes that you ain't sure about and you the only one that got them, you like, yeah, this ain't the good only yeah, one that got them. <laughs> it's all bad, bro. It's all bad. Man, my mama bought me one time, man, and and this was the first time I, I actually said something to my mom about like something like this, like because usually like your parents buy you something, you just wear it, you know, you don't you don't make no think of it. Man, she bought me and she bought it at like the Jacqueline or the you know what I'm saying the uh, uh what else you call them uh flea market type of places. Yep, yep. And like it was, it was like this jean suit, right? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. But, dude, it was like this teal color, dude. It was like this. this oh, my God. It was bright as fuck, dude. It looked like it had glitter on it. It, it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life, right? She thought it was the flyest thing in the world, though. <laughs> she thought it was the flyest thing in the world. And let me tell you why she did. I'm going to tell you why she did. Because she knows I never wore it, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Bro. I got used to rest. Hold on, I'm about to peel myself. Hold on real quick, bro. You keep going. Oh, I'm man. Sorry. That's hilarious, bro. Oh man. But man, that was that was so funny because she asked me. She asked me. She was like, she was like, why you never wore that one suit I bought you like a month ago? Right. And I was like, Mom, man. I like that's not it, man. I can't. I can't wear that. <laughs> <laughs> what? I ain't gonna never buy you nothing else. I can't believe you ain't gonna buy. I like yo. I I can't wear that, man. I can't wear it. But like oh, the worst day, the worst day I had in school, my guy. I was in elementary school. I think I was in the fifth grade, and I needed a haircut. And I got the perfect example because this is why I feel a way about this one movie. So yeah. I needed a haircut, and my uncle. You know, it was a, it was a Clippers in the house, so my uncle gave me a haircut. So you know, you sitting in the chair, you know, he's cutting me up, whatever, whatnot. So then he gets done. So you know, you go to the mirror, see what it looked like, and I knew right then and there, like, yo, this is not happening. I cannot go to school <laughs> like this, right? So my dude, I go to school the next day, and I got one of my dad's hats on. Yeah, and you know, you can't wear a hat in school. So, right. so my teacher's like, son, you gotta take the hat off. You can't wear a hat in class. Man, I took that hat off, man. Motherfucker started laughing at me, man. Oh, and you wanna no. know what you wanna know what my hair color look like? What? Jimmy from Central, man. South Central. Oh. He gave oh, me the bowl no. cut, man. Oh man. He gave me the bowl cut, man. I was like, dude, the ball fade, man. And I was, dude, I was so embarrassed. So the the only thing I could do, my guy, like when I got home from school that day, 
I went into the bathroom. I locked that door. I got them clippers, man. I cut that shit myself. I just gave myself a baldy, man. I gave oh, myself man, no, a baldy. My cousin, my cousin did it. He well, I didn't cut my hair. My cousin, I mean, my uncle didn't cut my hair. My cousin did, cause uh, he thought he could be a barber. So, <laughs> I, man, look, I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Like you always got that one older cousin that let you talk. You know what I'm saying? That they talk you into anything, bro. So like for for him, he used to like that was like my big brother. So anything he said, I was like, yeah, come on, let's do it. So like he used to have me like in his um when we was little, they used to have like this big old driveway right in the back of the house, and then on the side of the driveway they had like this long patch of grass. So he would make me dress up and and pad up, put on the helmet, shoulder pads. And then he would throw the ball real high up in the air like a kick return. I would catch it, and I would have to get past him. And he used to use me to, to practice tackling. So that was the first. That was one of the first things. And then the second. And then the second, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna be a barber. Let me cut your hair." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm probably like seven or eight. I'm like, yeah, cool, man. He's sitting there. Going around, he—I mean—he got all the moves down and everything. I'm thinking like, bro, this might be one of the best haircuts ever. Man, he tore my hairline up, bro. My shoulder <laughs> looked like an EKG, man. Like, <laughs> to the he be like, bro, it looked like that, bro. He tore me up. I got home, my mom was like, "Who cut your hair?" <laughs> I was like, "He said it was gonna be cool." She was like, "Boy." Quit letting people cut, man. I'm talking, bro. And I'm telling you, man. He had me looking crazy, bro. I had to reverse Eddie Munster, bro. Like I had a, a instead of it going down like that, it was going up. Bro, I was tore up, man. Oh man, he jacked me up. It was uneven and everything. Bro. It was all bad. <laughs> it was all. Oh, my stepdad was mad as hell, bro, because he he a, he a barber for real, so he always cut my hair. But my stepdad was mad. He just looked like I can't believe you let that moment. Hey, but it like there's been so many like events. And then the reason I'm gonna tell you why I was so mad about giving myself that baldy because at that time people used to tell yeah. me I don't know why they used to tell me I look like Michael Jordan. So I didn't want to <laughs> justify that. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> So I didn't want to justify it, man. I didn't want no baldy. So, yeah, but I had to, man. man. I had to get the baldy, man. But like, it the was, baldy it was ain't so... cool when you in grade school, bro. No, no, not at all, <laughs> bro. Not at all. Because, dude, you gotta think. You gotta think. This is late nineties, like late nineties, man. You had the parts. Everybody had, you know what I'm saying. You would put the, you know, the line. I put a long line in your head. You know what I'm saying. I even had, I had the rat tail for a while. You know what I'm saying? The rat bro, tail I was the thing. I had a part. I had a part right here. You know what I'm saying? For the for every haircut, my stepdad he used to cut me up, give me the part, and then when I like, I think I got to like sixth, seventh grade. I had the the long part at the top, and then the little short one at the bottom. Man, I'm trying to tell you, bro, I stayed with a part, bro. Oh yeah, man. I even got I even got the Larry Johnson one time. You know what I'm saying? The one mm-hmm. in the middle, but. You know what I'm saying? The Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Everybody, they, everybody knew what that was. They knew when you had yeah. that. Oh, that. That's that Larry Johnson. Yeah. He was the only one to get it in the middle of the forehead, yep. man. Fire. So, like, yeah, man. I had to rock a body for a minute, but I was like, I, man. I almost had a Larry Johnson when I had that TV. <laughs> <laughs> I almost oh, had shit. it. 
Hey, hey, go ahead and get that uh that Drake man, get that certified level bar on your head, man. It's it's a wrap for that, brother. I'm not listen. I'm not getting no parts, no nothing, man. I, um, <laughs> I used to have braids, like what I had braids from like eighth grade all the way until I was like 21. So yeah, I'm I'm done with hairstyles now. I just I get a low fade. I'm good, bro. No parts. Hey, no boy, nothing. this is. Man, this is only the second time in my life I ever, like, even did anything. I've always had the same even fade. Like, I, mm. I've gotten the, you know what I'm saying, for everybody. Like, T.I., you remember T.I. used to have the fade. Like, him and Boosie used to do, like, I did that a couple of times, but usually I always yeah. had the same cut. And then, like, 17, 2017, you know what I'm saying, I did the Frohawk for a while, and then I had cut that off. And went back to doing my normal thing. And then, like, it just really, like, really, this is like my pandemic hair. You know what I'm saying? I was just yeah. like, when the pandemic started, I was just like, man, you know what? I ain't going to cut my hair, man. It don't look like, bad, though. I mean, the shit cool. I mean, like, I'm just saying, I'm dusty right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to get the shit done today. But, like, but you know look, what I'm saying? I'm everybody in the NBA look like that. So it looked like that's how it's supposed to look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody. Like, that's the thing. Like, when... I remember, like, when it first became a thing, and I used to wonder how, dude, <laughs> this has got to be embarrassing, because, dude, I don't know shit. So, yeah. I, when I had my fro hawk, and I would see people, and, like, their hair would look, like, you know, this certain way, and I didn't know how to do the shit. Yeah. I'm like, how these motherfuckers get to do yeah. that shit? So, I'm in there, like, picking yeah. my hair, <laughs> thinking that you just picked the shit, and it never looked like that shit. Yeah. And then I just found out, man, that it's a uh, it's a fucking sponge, man. Like I didn't know that you would go to the hair store and buy a fucking sponge. And I, I didn't know what it was. Somebody was like, you need to get a sponge. Like, what the fuck is a sponge? Bro, <laughs> so my shit can't do that, bro. My shit can't do that. I'm sorry <laughs> about that shit. My shit can't do that at all. Like my son, my son here, <laughs> this nigga got a mohawk for real. Like his shit, like when my stepdad cut him, his shit be like faded on the side, and like his shit sit up like that high. My oldest, my youngest son, he, you know what I'm saying, his shit is super curly, but my, my oldest, like, that nigga, if, if he let his shit grow long, like, when he was a kid, people used to think he was a girl. His shit used to drop past his shoulders and everything, bro, like, tell you, man, like, my shit, though, it can't do that, though. I, I used <laughs> to try, like, I remember when I first got the afro before I started getting my shit braided, but I used to want to keep the afro out all the time. I used to hate having my hair braided. I used to want my shit out nonstop, bro. Man, my, my 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 kids, man, both of them, they got white people hair, man. So, and my youngest, he wanted his hair like mine so bad. He be like, "Damn, I want yeah. my hair like yours." Like, man, that's, like, that's, like that's yours. Listen, when I when I first seen it, bro, I was like, "Damn, bro, I was like, man, I want my shit like that." That's in fire, bro. I can't get it like that. I'm like, I can't do it, bro. It just don't. It don't work, man. Hey, man, work. hey, this shit is a hassle, man. Because, like, man, I'm that type of dude, man. I am like, and and it's. I always had like this dumb interpretation, like you know, like when your dad or your not necessarily your dad, but like an older person would tell you something, and like yeah. you trust them and you believe them. So you start yeah. picking up on some of the shit until you realize like that was dumb as hell what they told me. And so <laughs> <Yeah>. like I, <laughs> I always thought that like if you like focused in like a lot on your hair as a dude, that you was like a pretty boy. So I was like, yeah. so I wouldn't. I wouldn't do like special shit with my hair. Like, I mean, I would like brush it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really had like the waves, waves. Oh, you know what man. I'm saying? Like, I had like a little bit, but it wouldn't really. 
Like I never like focused on my head so much. Like Chicago and Poetic yeah. Justice. All he yeah. did was brush his goddamn hair the whole fucking movie. Rob West, let me, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. If I let my hair grow out, if I let my hair grow out for two weeks, I don't even need a brush. All I gotta do is do like this. It ain't nothing but waves, bro. Oh I man, but I, I could I used to wear a do-rag just because everybody else wore one. Man, I could I could never I could never get it. And then like so I always thought that look like, if I focused on my head a lot, then I was being like a pretty boy. But then like so that's another reason why like, now it's like when I got it braided, all I gotta do is put on the do-rag, make sure it don't fuck up while I'm sleeping. Yep, you know, yep. get up in the morning, boom, I'm good. But when I got it out, man, I gotta put this cream in it. Man, I gotta got down got it, put the cream in it, do all this shit. It's like, man, I'm gonna do all this, man. And it's just like but then, like, I thought that you was being a pretty boy, but it's like, no, you just gotta take care of your fucking hair. Yeah, like, you take care of yourself. Well, that's the, that's around the time that anytime you did that, remember they used to call you a metrosexual. <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit? Hey, that seems to be funny as fuck, bro. Hey, people, people wild as fuck, dude. People wild yeah. as fuck. Like they would, they would say, they would say. Shit up. Hell yeah, man! Just just to make you feel bad, just and, and it's yeah. really because they want to do it, but and they're trying to convince you not to do it. Mm-hmm. So they'll sit there and, and call it something like people people backwards, man. People yeah, backwards man. fuck. Yeah, people backwards funny. fuck, man. That's funny though, man. It's funny reminiscing on some of this shit, boy. Cause that's, <laughs> man, like yeah. like man, my like man, my dad, man, like he he's one of those guys, man. Look, I love him to death, but man. You know what I'm saying? He's just one of those dudes. Oh, man, how can I say this without being mean? I mean, he's old school, but my dad, man, he 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 really is, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a nugget, you know what I'm saying? A nugget short of a six-piece, man, sometimes. Like, like my oh, dad no, is saying that, Yeah, I'm with you. I know what you mean. Dude, he'll say some of the wildest shit, dude. Like, okay, right. I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I remember one time, <laughs> dude. We we all at Uncle Washington's house chilling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all go down there, couple drinks. And we all yelling, you know, arguing about sports, all types yeah. of shit. So then we get on the subject of like kids and stuff. And so my dad is like, like my dad literally said this. My guy literally said this. Like this is a true story. You know what I'm saying? My dad said, yeah. He was yeah. like, you know, he was like, the only way you gonna get a a, a girl. If it's the woman on top and she's working the hardest, <laughs> and the man ain't doing that. And I, I, looked at I, heard that I heard that. Yeah, they they all listen. That is. Hey, I told you. It's, I'm telling you, bro. That's one of them. That's one of them things that black people pass down to their kids that don't even know that they pass down to their kids. That's just like breaking my. If you step on the crack, you breaking my back. That all that is in the same thing. My uncle used to tell me that all the time. He was like, "Hey, man, look." He was like, if you get a girl pregnant, I'm telling you now, you better do all the work. If not, you'll have a little girl. You don't want no little girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm telling you, that's just something they believe. That's weird, man. Hey, <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, man. I said, that's not fucking true, man. He's like, yeah, it is. And like, dude, he got mad at like, listen, me and my dad, hey, when you get me, dude. I, I wish that you could come down here, dude, my guy, and just chill with me, Uncle Washington, and my dad, dude. Cause we have my dude, we have my dad. We have him so mad. He hate he hate chilling with us. 
He said, all we do is disagree with him. It's like, because you always wrong. Like, you wrong all the time, man. And then, like, he literally, like, he argued up and down. I was like, Dad, I said, listen to me. I said, let me break this down to you in layman terms. I said, how many balls you got? <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, I got two. All right, motherfucker, you got one ball of girls and one ball of men like, or boys. Like, what the hell, man? It don't matter who the fuck on top. Like, what you talking about? Man, that's hilarious, bro. Hey, well, man. I never thought about it that way. That's funny. <laughs> hey, I just figured that's what the fuck they meant. I was yeah, like, shit. Yeah. I, I thought about it that way, though. That's genius. <laughs> that is genius. The, hey. the, the funniest thing that ever happened, bro, with my stepdad, bro, was, uh, let me, oh, okay, 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 look. So, um, I think I was like, I think I was in like seven, maybe six, seventh grade, and we had, uh, you know what I'm saying, moved into a new house or whatever, and I think we was probably like maybe three, four years into the house. So, um, we was trying to take a shower and everything, you know what I'm saying, we take our shower and get out the way. My mom wanted to take a bath. So she go, she tried to take a bath and the faucet on the on the uh on the shower, I mean not the shower faucet, but the you know what I'm saying, the actual faucet at the bottom ain't working. You can take a shower, you can't take no bath. So mm-hmm. she go tell my stepdad, and she's like, hey, the you know what I'm saying, the faucet ain't working, something wrong with the faucet, you know what I'm saying, fix it. So you know, he like, God damn, like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll fix it, whatever. So he get to fixing it, you know what I'm saying? Going back and forth to Home Depot, getting all the stuff. So one day, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm in there. I'm playing. Uh, what was I playing? I was playing PlayStation Two, sitting back. I'm I'm in my room kicking it. I'm playing like Madden or some shit like that. I'm on franchise mode. And uh, <laughs> my mom in her room, she watching TV. You know what I'm saying? My stepdad, he doing something. My little sister in the room doing whatever the fuck she was doing. And uh. All you hear is this complete silence for like three seconds. And then all you hear is. <laughs> so everybody. <laughs> so everybody run to the goddamn, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the bathroom. And in the midst of running to the bathroom, all you hear is, God damn it. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> so. We get to the bathroom, bro, and he getting up shirt soaked, face soaked, and water is shooting out the wall, bro, to the back of the fucking shower. Bro, when I tell you the funniest shit, I, mean, I fell on the floor crying. He was mad than a motherfucker, bro. He was like, I tried to I tried to twist the goddamn knob, water just goddamn shut out the goddamn wall. <laughs> Bro, I've never listened. My step, my stepdad is the coolest guy in the world, bro. I've never seen this man get angry. I never seen this man raise his voice. None of that shit, right? Only uh, on certain occasions. But when I tell you, bro, he was on ten, my nigga. He was on ten, bro. Do you hear me? That goddamn water was hitting the back of the motherfucking tub, bro. That shit was the funniest shit I ever seen in my life, bro. <laughs> From that point on, bro. Like that for like it, I don't know what it was about that house, but anytime he fixed something uh, in that house, bro, 
it was always something going on before he got it fixed. He eventually ended up getting it fixed and started working great and everything. But when that shit happened, oh my goodness, bro. I thought this nigga was like hurt. I, I thought something happened to him. I'm talking oh. about the the knob, the knob on the faucet is shot out and hit the back of the wall. Water was hitting the wall wall and everything. I'm talking, and you can just imagine water shooting out of a wall. Like, uh, like, that shit looked like, that shit looked like a, uh, um, do the right thing when they used to put the can over the motherfucking hydrant. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like, bro. That's exactly what it looked like, bro. I'm telling you, bro, that was the funniest moment oh, I've ever seen, bro. Like, I've never uh. seen him lose his cool until that. That's what he lost his cool over, bro. If he couldn't figure he used to get mad at the motherfucker. But that shit was funny as fuck, bro. I was like, God damn. He said, oh shit, goddamn. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Oh. oh man, you gotta stop, man. Yo, like now, now, now this ain't funny. Cause I was I was yeah. mad as fuck. So my dad asked me what I wanted for Christmas, right? So I was like, shit. And this was, let me see, so this had to be, so PlayStation 2 came out in, I think I was, soft, I think, I think, I, think I was like a sophomore, it was like the one, it was like 2000, 2001. So yeah. Yeah. I had the PlayStation, so I told my dad, he said, what you want for Christmas? And he know I only played two games. I only played NCAA football and NBA right. Live. Oh, that was my shit. Yeah, all I had, all I played. So... Mm -hmm. When I told him I wanted the PlayStation 2, he knew the only games that I wanted. So yeah. Christmas come around, you know what I'm saying? Because I came to his house a little late because I, I had started Christmas off at my mom's. So then I go to my dad's house. So I see all of the shit, like it's clothes and stuff. And then I see the games. So this motherfucker bought me some clothes and the college football, the live, mm -hmm. but they have a PlayStation 2, but they ain't no PlayStation 2. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, man, where the PlayStation 2 at? <laughs> Yo, he, said, <laughs> he said, I got the games you wanted. <laughs> I said, man, I can't play on that game, man. <laughs> what the fuck I'm gonna do? <laughs> what am I going to do with this? This shit don't play on PlayStation, my guy. So, dude. So, listen. I had to, so I was faced with a decision, dude. So, what do you think a six, 15, 16, 17 year old kid gonna say when they ask you this question? He said. So they looked to see how much they cost. They said, "Look, you either you either get the PlayStation Two and we take these clothes back, or you get the clothes." What you think I said? Fuck them clothes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I said fuck them clothes, man. I said, give I'm me that PlayStation 2. Don't get my goddamn I don't want that. Exactly, bro. Fuck them clothes. Dude. You don't about no jeans, I nigga. I want to play live. <laughs> 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 hey, let me hey. tell you something, bro. That's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. So, Hey, it I, wasn't hilarious at yeah. the time. I know what. I, feel, listen, I was I'm hot, man. I'm gonna tell you why. So before I became a Browns fan, right? Before, I, well, I, I ain't gonna say before I became a Browns fan. Before I revealed myself as a Browns fan, 
because growing up in Ohio, where I'm at, it's all Cincinnati stuff, right? So as a kid, mm-hmm. I used to always like the Browns, but I ain't want to tell nobody because you know what I'm saying? That's trash. We don't want nobody laughing at you. So I used to have other teams, like I used to be a Rams fan, you know what I'm saying? Well, Isaac Hope, Tory, I mean, uh, Isaac Bruce and Tory Hope was there, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, them. And then I switched over to being a Buccaneer fan when uh, they had Derek Brooks and all them, right? Mm-hmm. So that, or I think around this Christmas, I was a Buccaneer fan. So I tell my mom, my stepdad, like, yo, can y'all give me a jersey? This one they had, this one they just got the Reebok jerseys. So I'm like, can y'all give me a jersey? Because, you know, since <laughs> Christmas, I want a Buccaneer jersey. They're like, yeah, 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 we'll get you one. Don't worry about it. We'll get you one. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I already know. <laughs> nah, bro, listen. So, so <laughs> I open the I open the box, right? Because <clears throat> I just know I'm getting this jersey, right? I know I'm getting this jersey. Ain't nothing you can tell me, bro. <laughs> They always come through for me on Christmas. Anything that they ask that I want, they always come through for me on Christmas. They got me the jersey, bro. That motherfucker ain't had no number. That motherfucker had no name. <laughs> <laughs> that, motherfucker had, that motherfucker had the logo on the sleeves, and that was it, bro. It was just a blank jersey. Man, when I tell you, bro, I was pissed. Bro, I looked at that jersey, I was like, just imagine, just imagine being a little kid, bro. You hold up a jersey and don't know who the fuck jersey is. You just know. You just know. There's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey, bro. I just looked at it like, thank God. Hey, hey, that's that shit. That's that shit where you can go to. Like, I'm pretty sure I know, even though you in Ohio and I'm in Sacramento, I know y'all got this shit where they got those corner stores. Well, like the people yeah, like sell like the hat. no, I'm talking about the hats, and it'll just be like it'll say like New York, and it'll be like mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be like uh green and white, but oh, it ain't, it ain't the Jets logo. Yeah, yeah it's the gas station, <laughs> and like man, I ain't got one of those for a gift one time. It wasn't yeah. even like the team stuff; it was just the team colors. <laughs> <laughs> I never want that shit, man. What am I doing that? Hey, but no, look, I'm going to tell you why I was so bad, bro. So when they got me the jersey or whatever, that next year, you know what I'm saying, I'm in high school. So we had jersey day. So I'm going around with the jersey on, but I got a hoodie covering, I got a zip-up hoodie covering the jersey. So it just looked like I got the jersey on. (laughs) (laughs) So the bottom of the jersey is showing. It got the it got the little Reebok tag on it and everything. So we get in one class and the teacher was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Take our jackets and stuff off. Y'all sit down, chill out, whatever, whatever. I still got my hoodie on. Bro, he was this teacher was so adamant about me getting this goddamn jacket off, bro. So I take my motherfucking jacket off, bro. I just knew it, bro. I'm like, man, I'm about to be murdered, bro. I'm about to be murdered. I take my jacket off, bro. My dude look over, he was like. <laughs> man, let me tell you something, bro. If it if you ever in high school, I'm telling everybody that if you listening to this and you in high school, I know oh. it sounds bad now. I know it's painful now. You know what I'm saying? When your friends roast you, but just just appreciate it for right now, because later on down the line, oh, y'all ain't gonna man. do nothing but laugh about it. 
Man, they roasted me oh, for man. a week, bro. Do you hear me? They oh, were taking off on me for a week. This one dude, my one dude was like, uh, my dude Gary, bro. He had his, he, he uh, used to like the Titans. So, you know what I'm saying? He had his Steve McNair jersey on. He was like, he said, who do you play for? That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bro, I was so Yo. hurt, man. Just like man, shit. Hey, but that is so funny you bring that up, man. Like they used to call me and my cousin, me and my cousin Brandon, they used to call us the Jersey Boys. Because like we used to have jerseys on like almost every day. Like I got a I got a picture when I was in the uh I was in the seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? I had the Mookie yeah. Blaylock jersey on, you know what I'm oh, saying? With the with the hawk across the side with the nut man. Yeah. And like Man, I used to have that. I had the Jerry Stackhouse jersey. Obviously, I had the Jerry Rice jersey. Like me and my cousin, we used to buy jerseys and flip flop all the time. And then, yeah. you know, then Fubu came up, and then Fubu no, had the I jersey had the with the old five on them. No, I had a Harlem Globetrotters jersey. I had a Harlem Globetrotters jersey. I had a blue Fubu Harlem Globetrotters jersey. That's the only basketball jersey I had. Oh, I take that back. That's the second one. The first one I had a, a Sean Kemp jersey, and I wore that all the way till I was like thirteen. Oh boy, I had a Sean Kemp jersey, but I didn't have, I didn't get the one I wanted though. My little cousin Ethan, he had it. He had the one, uh -huh. the uh, the original Sonics. You know what I'm saying with yeah. the green, with the, it was like, with all the green, green and the yellow. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I wanted, I yeah, wanted that one. one. I yeah, wanted I that one, but they bought me when they when they switched uh, to like the dark hunter green type yeah. of color. Yeah, yeah, I had that Kemp jersey. And like I had, then, I had the one that had Sonic going across it like that. See, that's the one I wanted, but I didn't get that yeah. one. And so, um, and then you know, because my name's Sean, and then at the right. time I was Duncan. So then I had yeah. this one cousin that would call him. He always, every, even to this day, dude. Like if I see that motherfucker right now, he'd be like, "What's up, Sean Kemp?" He been calling me Sean yeah. Kemp since I was like thirteen years old. Like it's yeah. crazy. But like, yeah, man, we. Used to, it's funny you bring up jerseys, man. I used to wear jerseys all the time, but it's different nowadays, now, see, man. Now, now, bro, I got all kind of jerseys, bro. I got all kind of football jerseys, bro. Bro, I got, bro, I got the, I got the color rush jersey. I got the, I got a Trent Richardson jersey. I got a Reebok Brady Quinn jersey. I used to wear it for good luck. It's, it's a, uh, it's a kids. Good luck. Listen, it's a kids extra large, right? <laughs> And I used to, I used to wear it under the jersey that I used to wear. Brady Quinn for good luck. Man. Yep. Man, the first dude. time I ever wore it. Listen, the first time I ever wore it, the Browns won. Man, get that muscle bound quarterback out of here, man. I yeah. look. I'm gonna tell you when I knew Brady Quinn wasn't gonna be good. Mm -hmm. He was all. He was already. You know what I'm saying. Big as hell at Notre Dame, but man, when he when I seen him come out preseason, mm -hmm. man, his arms was about the size of my neck, dude. I was like, yo, oh, no. he is I wasn't happy we. I wasn't happy we got Brady Quinn at all. I was never. Happy I was about like, that. I knew Brady Quinn was trash in the uh, what was that? The uh, Tostitos Bowl when we put up seven hundred plus yards of offense on him and almost a thousand yards of total <laughs> offense together. <laughs> I, I, like, dude, I, I was like, man, he got too much, too much muscle, man. Like that's, it was just yeah. you. Ne I I've never seen the that comes out of Notre Dame is garbage. I mean, 
And look, you've been right about that, man. I mean, we're going to see what Ian Book do, but I can't think of anybody other than Joe Montana. Other than Joe Montana, Chase it's Claypool? like, what other? Chase Claypool for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Trash. Dude, Matt Tateo? Trash. Trash. Yep. Trash. Deshaun, Deshaun Golson, that, that year they went undefeated Trash. and lost in the championship. It, it's Trash. like, dude. Oh, okay. Only only two dudes that I think of right now is Joe Montana and Tim Brown. That's it. It's like that's good. It's like that's it. They 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 the only Hall of Famers that, that I know. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Where did Jerome Bettis go? Didn't Jerome Bettis go to Notre Dame? Yes, he did. Yes, yes. No, I forgot about him. Because he wore number two. That's it. He was he was, he was too yep, damn big to wear number two, dude. Like, come on, man. Yep. You, you, you can't be the bus and you wear number two. You need double numbers, man. They ain't going to look right. They got to fix that shit in, yeah. in college, man. Or, or they got to let the same rules apply in, in, uh, in the league. One of the two. I don't like that. Oh, you don't like defensive linemen wearing single numbers? No. I It's, it's either defensive linemen who wear single numbers in whatever league they play or the, they can't do it in college. I it gotta They got to make – they got to – Oh, that thing up, man. Because listen, oh, you, I don't. Oh. I was so happy when receivers would start when when they let receivers start wearing single numbers. I was so happy, bro. That well, they still don't let them do it in the NFL, though. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. They, they, let, they, they start let letting them, them wear like tens and whatever, but yeah, that, yeah, they they should let them wear like a number two or whatever. Because number two used to be my number. Oh yeah, man, Charles Wilson. <laughs> Charles, what's with my guy, man? Yeah, man. Who? Come on, man. You heard me, man. You, I know you ain't no Michigan guy, but you gotta admit, Charles Woodson was that deal, man. Man, no, you I gotta admit, you know he was. No, yeah, he was. He's that guy, man. He's that guy. Hall, Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer, my guy. I know. I understand. I get it. You, I know you see all how that. I just pulled that out of? You see how I just pulled that out of nowhere? That wasn't even staged. I just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> That lets you know. I, I'll never admit that. I had oh, college game day. Oh, God, Desmond Howard. Yep. <laughs> I man. hate college game day. <laughs> man, you got Kurt Herbstreit, man. I mean, you got that's Kurt the on the show. That's the, only reason, that's the only reason I watch it, bro. Shout out to Kurt, bro. Oh, Shout man. out to you, Herbie. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Herbie, man. I like Herbie. I hate that his kids went to Clemson, though. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that's and that cool. man, man, that's cool. that man, Herbie ain't that cool no more, man. We ain't that cool no more. I feel man, you. I feel uh, you. So what? What do you? Uh, I I ended on this. Like as far as you know, what I'm saying they they say this is what they claim. This is what Dr. Fauci is saying. Dr. Fauci is saying that by the let me see by August, I think he said. By August, he was like, things should be similar back to normal, whatnot. And it was like something like by like November, they would hope to have, I don't know, like 75% of America like vaccinated or whatnot. Yeah. So by this time, if 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 though if that estimate goes right, what are what are some of the things you're looking forward to doing? Like, is it like you can't wait to go into like a movie theater. 
or you can't wait to travel? Like, like what is that that one thing that you're looking forward to doing? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Hopefully, I ain't snitching, but I've been able to do everything since the since the pandemic. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know if it's just like you know what I'm saying where we at. It ain't that bad or whatever. But like, uh, we we was going to the mall during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? We was still going out to eat. We would have to wear a mask and everything. But I mean, like outside of that, like we've been doing everything since the pandemic been happening. I don't like going to the movies anyway. So far as the movies go, they can keep that. I'd rather just watch the movie when it come out on HBO. But, um... You know, hold on. That's surprising to me, though. I thought, because, like, man, we were just talking, um, like, the last episode, or the, yeah, the last episode of, of Views Anonymous, we were saying that, like, those moments where it's like, oh, when this happened, you get the, the uh, out of the crowd, or yeah. you get, you know, out of touch. So I thought, thought you was into that. Oh, I was when I say that I I was meaning driving. I understand how I go in the actual theater, but I meant driving. Like I, we do driving. Like I don't like being in the movie theater. I never like being in the movie theater. I think it's pointless. To, for me to go to pay and sit down and watch a movie with a bunch of other people who may or may not interrupt you after you've already paid your ticket to go see this movie, I think it's stupid. But a drive-in movie theater is genius. You get to go in your car, turn your radio on, you get to go get your snacks, come back. If it's too cold outside, you can kind of still watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got all the, everything you need. Too cold outside, turn a little bit of heat on, you're good. You know what I'm saying? You can adjust your seat. You ain't got to worry about nobody in the back. You ain't got to worry about nobody in front of you getting up, going to pee. None of that. Driving movie theater, great. But you know, I've never been to a movie theater. They can suck it. I've never been to a drive-in. Never been to one. Whoa! But wait, the thing what? is, like, what? We don't really have any like around here, though. Like, I think that's one of the things. Like, oh, it, okay, it's just okay. not like, yeah, yeah like we don't just have like a area for like a drive-in. But like, so I mean, I never been to oh, one. Man, like, my thing with movies. Man. Yeah, I hear, I hear, man, because I've heard people talk about them before, and like, my thing is with movies, it's like it depends on what the movie is. Like, I love being. Yeah. And like, I love going to the movies for horror movies. Like, it's like different types of movies. Like, if it's a yeah. horror movie, I, I like going to the movies to see it. If it's, um, you know, saying an Avengers movie, I like going mm-hmm. to go see it that way. Like, I don't really yeah. go. I don't go to the movies to see a drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I just. It's just not now. Action. I could do. Okay, I could do action horror. Well, damn, Avengers is action. So like action. And like yeah. horror, I'm cool with it. But like, if it's like a mystery or a suspense, I can watch that shit at home. It just, it just really depends Man. on what it is. <laughs> so like, for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so the drive-in is super cool because like, you know what I'm saying? And this is something that I recommend to you, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you and your lady get a chance, you know what I mean? Come come back up to Ohio. You know what I'm saying? y'all? I show y'all how to get to the drive-in. I show y'all where to go. Y'all get to the drive-in, you know what I'm saying? You got to have that drive-in make-out, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what the drive-in is all about. <laughs> that's what it was always all about. You know what I'm saying? You, you make out at the drive-in, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you get lucky, you get lucky. It's a it's a few people that used to steal their parents' minivan, come up here, you know what I'm saying? Get it in. But, you know what I'm saying? That's what the drive-in was all about, man. For us, at least, like... I remember in high school, we used to leave, you know what I'm saying, on the weekends, take somebody's uh, car or whatever, or somebody's mom's car, 
shoot out to the drive-in, you know what I'm saying, with a few girls, go kick it, you know. It used to be a good time. Like, now, being, I, me and my wife take my kids out there, and, like, I'd be asleep by, by the time the movie over, because, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm a real live dad, <laughs> too, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, outside of that, like, like I don't get to, I don't get to enjoy the same stuff in the in the drive-in that I used to, because I got kids now. But you know what I'm saying? Come out there and it's a, it's a good date. You know what I'm saying? But if not, it's still a good time, depending on what it is. Like I remember when Batman Begins came out, I went to go see Batman Begins at the drive-in by myself. Great time. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about nobody saying, "Excuse me," trying to walk past you, going to get some fucking nachos. You ain't gotta worry about none of that. It was just a good time, bro. Ah, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Man, I remember like the I remember the last couple of times, cause well, what came out last? I can't remember. I, I think the last time I went to the movies, I went to see uh, me and my youngest son. We went to see uh, the Lion King. So did wait a minute? Did the Lion King come before or oh. after? Did that come before or after Endgame? Before I can't remember. Before okay, so then, so before. the so the last time yeah. I went was Endgame. You talking about the? Yeah, you talking about the one with the real animals? Yeah, that shit was trash, man. Horrible, horrible. It was trash. It was because so they bad. had real animals. They had real animals. Yeah, they didn't have the facial expressions, man. Like I said, it, like I'm gonna you, say what I said. You. Thank you, dude. I said this is the first time I didn't cry when Mufasa died, man. Like this symbol didn't do it didn't do the justice, man. It was like it was like watching National Geographic with the goddamn lions talking, man. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't either. I didn't either. When I seen Mufasa die, I was like, well, guess that nigga got me. I was like, I didn't care. I didn't care, bro. Man, it was it was not it was not good, man. I told but see. My son had seen the other one before, but like mm-hmm. I think he kind of like, I think he did like the graphics. And then my dumb ass, so we get we get there, and I'm like, okay, so I'm looking at the times, and I'm like, I will go to this time. Yeah. So me and him, we get there, and so I ain't even paying no attention. I just said, yo, I want seven thirty. Yeah, man, this bitch tell me, this bitch tell me, goddamn. Like $32 or some shit. I'm like, huh? And she's like, oh, yeah, you do know this is a 3D one, right? I was like, oh, man. 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 And then the next one went into like 10. I was like, man. So you mean to tell me you, you got to watch the shitty Lion King in 3D? In bro? 3D, man, with the 3D glasses and everything, man. I was emotionless, like, emotionless, But then at the same time, uh, Jonathan Taylor and my man from uh, what's my man name? Uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, the old one. The, the oh, you talking about um, um, dude that played Marcus and Smart Guy? 
No, no, it I'm talking Jason about Jason Weaver. Oh, who was Jason Weaver? He sung the Lion King. Well, he's well, he, yeah, he sung for the Lion King. Is that what you're talking about? The adult or the kid? Because I'm talking about the kid version. The kid version, I don't know who, who I don't know who that was. That's that's my man from uh fucking ATL, the dark skinned one. Jason um, Weaver. Oh, that's his name? Oh, see, I never know his damn name. But um Yeah, you talking yeah. about the, the, the Teddy. I think that's what his name was. And he was in uh he was in he yeah, he was in drumline. He was in drumline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. he yeah. sung, yeah, sung, but yeah. Jonathan Jonathan Taylor was the regular symbol voice, but yep. yeah, yep. like they killed that shit. The new people, trash. The new nah, people are trash. So. I ain't gonna say that. Childish Gambino I mean, and Beyonce did a good job, man. They did no, job. I'm talking about the kid, the kid version of Symbol. Oh, I don't know who did the kid version. I listen, I fell asleep during that movie. I don't remember. All I know is Childish Gambino and Beyonce was in it, man. I told you yeah. when we go to the when we go to the drive-in, I fall asleep halfway through the movie, bro. That's just dad mode. Oh man, that is too funny, man. Nah, I man. I, but you know what I'm saying. I like, I like the movie, but I have, I haven't been in a while, man. And I used to be fine going by myself. Like, I used to go to the movie. I went. I know, like, especially like 2018, 2018, yeah. 19. Like, I know, like, if I went to the movies ten times, like, I went eight times by myself. Like, just uh, by myself. Listen, if I could, if I could go to the movies by myself, bro, it'd be a wrap. It'd be a wrap. Yeah, man. But like, I mean, last like we time, got. Hold on. Yeah, last time we actually went to a movie theater, bro, was when Power Rangers came out. What what came out? Power Rangers. Oh, Power Rangers. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen that version with Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Um. Was yeah, 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 yeah. I seen, I seen that, I seen that. It wasn't better than a regular version to me. No, no, it wasn't supposed to be, but you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah, they, my, they, kids they're regular. It, my kids enjoyed it. They was they was running around the house for three, four weeks, you know what I'm saying, screaming what color ranger they was. And I was like, I did my job as a dad, man. Yeah, because I did it, I did the same thing, man. Yeah, I did, I did my thing, job but, as a dad, man. Yep. Hey, but I was the I was the uh well, I started out as a black, but then man, when when Tommy came out with the white suit. Boy, with the, whoa, whoa! Boy, what? I said, I said, I'm the white one. Boy, that suit was off what? the chain. Man, yes. you tripping. I started off as the black too, but when Tommy came out as the Green Ranger, the bad guy, I was in there, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Especially, yeah. Yes. yes. I knew you would. Hey, get That's... Saba out of here. I don't care about Saba, bro. Fuck Saba, bro. Give me that Dragon Zord stand, bro. I'm, I mean, man. that Dragon uh, that knife, bro. I'm in there, bro. Listen, those with the three triangles, <laughs> man, those were the best. Yeah. Those were the best outfits they had, man. Yeah. The, even the helmets was better. How, how can technology yeah. get better that y'all helmets get worse? Like, man, those I, helmets okay, fight. I remember the, um, what, what, which ones was after that? The Ninja Rangers? No, it wasn't Ninja Rangers. Which one was that? What was the second uh, Power Rangers movie? The one with the cars. Them was alright though. It was cool. It was cool. Turbo, Turbo. That's what it was called. Turbo was cool. Turbo was cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. cool. It was cool. It was with cool. the little kid. Remember the little kid turned into a teenager. <laughs> the Blue Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga turned into a teenager when he was a Power Ranger. Bro, I was like, get this nigga out of here, man. He ain't real. 
Hey, hey, bro, the shit we used to watch, bro, I'm telling you, that shit is wild, bro. Yeah, man. Oh man, listen, that was that was fucking fun. We didn't we didn't we didn't get in the goddamn uh space shit like we did the last time. Oh, man, I got a damn NASA shirt we, on. We, we talked about we talked about Power Rangers that space shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh man, what's my dude name, man? That was the little robot. Damn, I forgot. Oh, um, out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Damn, but. Uh, that was the oh, days, I, man. My kids still, my kids still watch Power Rangers to this day, so I ain't got no choice but to know. That's why I haven't seen Power Rangers they be so long. To me, I be like, man, I watched this shit when I was a kid. Move, man, I already seen this shit. Now that'd be the funny thing, like when your kids try to like tell you, especially like when you put them on to something, and then they, then they t- like, like my, um, uh, like my son, man, he's always like, Dad, did you know such and such, such did this? I'm like, man, I'm the one who put you on that movie. Like, <laughs> How you gonna ask yeah. me? Do I know? Yeah, yeah. I'm the one. My kids do that with me with wrestling. They think they know all the wrestlers. I'm like, fam, you don't even know half of them. Yeah, boy, it'd be so funny. But man, that that, but that shit, it it makes you a proud dad though. Like to see that yeah. some of the interests be some of your interests. You'd be like, that's fucking mm-hmm. dope. Especially when you don't push it on to them. Like that, that shit yeah. be dope. But man, hey, I appreciate. You coming on, man? Um, sure. Bro. And then, and then, like, you know what I'm saying? This is just another preview of, like, you know what I'm saying? This is just more promotion for viewers anonymous. You know what I'm saying? Like for the people mm-hmm. that might catch on a little late or didn't hear like the two or three episodes that we did already because we did the uh, what we did? We did the uh, the biggest snake episode yep. on here. Um, you came on for. What the top top the, uh, ten horror movies? Yep, and the yep. music joints. Yeah, and the two on um, music part one and part two. So, so yeah, man. Um, like this, this is what we do, man. We we cut it up, we have fun. Um, we definitely get a lot of laughs in. That's 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 to be expected on. You know what I'm saying the viewers anonymous that we do. So, I feel like. Feel like the shit fit, man. It just feels good. It just feels good getting episodes in with you, man. And um, and like what we do over there on the other podcasts, it's just uh, man, like you said last night, man. It's it's a great partnership because like you know what I'm saying, we yeah, we feed off each other. We both we we both do different things and all this type stuff, and like we just put that shit together, and that shit just flows. And it's just like because like I was going through when I was because I still am. We're like. Oh, oh, just come in and he's just, he's the talent. You know what I'm saying? He comes in, he does what he does, yeah. and he yeah. leaves. <laughs> I gotta do I gotta do all the other yeah. shit. I gotta come up with the topics. I gotta come up with, you know what I'm saying, the uh, recording it and all that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing all the hats, but you know what I'm saying? When I'm with you, you know what I'm saying, it ain't I ain't doing all the hats. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. some yeah. of the episodes. Now, Unk don't have a problem. Carry the podcast. He'll carry the podcast all yeah, damn day. Yeah. So yeah, he got so the yeah, man. Too, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, man. And then like it was, it was great to have a. I, I was, I'm gonna tell you what made my day on that last episode uh, that we did, uh, episode two hundred one, was when he said, when when we was talking about, and my dumb man, let me tell you how dumb I am. I'm so fucking football mode. My guy, I don't know if you heard the episode yet, but I called Bill O'Neill, Bill O, 
I called Bill O'Neill, Bill O'Brien to the whole goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, either either one to do, either one to do. Hey, and I, I only called it one time. <laughs> And I thought I thought I only said it that one time, but then I went back yeah. and listened to that shit. I said, "Boy, I'm a fucking dumbass." Oh, I call him Bill O'Brien the whole damn podcast. Hey, bro, it'd be like that, man. It'd be like that, bro. But I bring that up because I was saying that because he he wanted to make it clear that the FBI was the the reason that Bill O'Neill did what he did. And like I told, um, yeah. I broke it down to him was like. Yes, he he could have did what he did, but he could have threw a monkey wrench in there somewhere. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like he didn't have to. Like but he was, but he was 17 too, though. He was 17 too, though. So you know I mean, yeah, true. And then, like at the same time, like I told him, I was like, even when it comes down to, you know, what I'm saying, did he have to put that sleep aid in his in his Kool Aid? He didn't have to do it. They wouldn't right. have known if he did it or not. So. I was saying, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I know Jerry Gahoover is the orchestrator of all of this. I yeah. said, but at the same time, he didn't have to, you know what I'm saying, go through everything that way. And he was like, you know, I never thought of it that way. And I was yeah. like, what? I got, I got, oh, think about something. I was like, hey, but that was a proud yeah, moment for me. But I was yeah, like, that was a proud moment for me. And he was, he was just like, I never thought of it that way. But, um, but like I always say, man, like, we put out, Two a week, man. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, throw, we throwing the episodes out there. Um, we got something coming up. Hopefully, everything works out. Um, so, we got something. Hopefully, we got something special coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. Two, three, two, two more episodes out. You know what I'm saying? So, we got two. Um, yep. But it's going to be, you know what I'm saying, work. But then we'll see how everything works out with the other thing. I also got some other stuff planned for this podcast. So, stay tuned with that. But um, please, people go uh, check out the uh, the Viewers Anonymous, well, the VA Podcast Watch Group page on Facebook. We're trying to get that crowd up, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guy. Uh, uh, which one was it? One of the Irby boys. I think it was Vic. Uh, some dudes I played football with. I had something else on request, and uh, I think it was okay. Vic. So Vic had added. Um, he added. Um, added in on the group. So I appreciate him, but we trying yeah. to get that up, man, so we can get people to. Uh, we halfway there, man. We up to fifty now. <clears throat> yeah, well, fifty-two since he just uh, yeah, came 52. on this morning. Yeah, so uh, so we're trying to get that crowd up, man, so we can get more interaction with the people. So uh, go check out that Viewers Anonymous, uh, well, VA Watch Group page on uh, Facebook, and um, for me, with the okay, so this is. So you can go to a Stolen Time podcast. Man, I'm telling you, if this podcast keeps growing the way it's growing, man, I'm going to have to create its own page, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because i just been doing <laughs> Like, like cause I've been doing everything. And, like, maybe I need to change. Because, like, what I did for the, the YouTube version is I just changed the name to the Stolen Time Podcast Network. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's what I did on, um, on YouTube. And... So it'd just be like a, a umbrella of shit up under it. Yeah. So like that's how I've been. That's how I've been treating this podcast. It's but, a good name though. It's a good name. Yeah, man. I might. I might. I might change the name on Facebook too, man. I might end up changing that uh, to uh, the Stolen Time Podcast Network because yeah. the only thing, only thing I post like is is three podcasts I'm posting 
all the time. It's Abuse Anonymous, it's 28 Minutes or Less, and it's the Stolen Time Podcast, so I might have to change that as well. But um, go follow that page on Facebook and also the Stolen Time Pod on Instagram, s.foster8 on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, please, people, man, subscribe to this podcast, man. I need people, uh, I need to grow the community on this. Then I'm always promoting Viewers Anonymous and get y'all over towards that way. For sure, man. Um, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. You can follow me on Instagram at Scoots Bronson underscore TV. Um, if you mess with the Viewers Anonymous podcast, you like to watch it, just go to YouTube, search Scoots Bronson TV. That's where all the Viewers Anonymous videos are. Um, I got a little bit of other stuff on there. Uh, I got um, a live stream called Isolated Society that you you can check out on Twitter. Um, and I got 15 Minutes of Fame and the, the, the solo podcast that I do is I uh, interview interesting people that are in my life. Very, very important people to me, but also very interesting people to me, man. Um, that has been on there twice. Uh, he was actually the first person I ever interviewed on uh, 15 Minutes of Fame. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go check that out. I got a, a couple episodes. I got some new episodes coming up very shortly. But, um, yeah, man, right now I'm just focused on Isolated Society and Viewers Anonymous. Those are the two things that I'm really, really focused on right now. Isolated Society is my sports show. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, shout out to We Go High shout out, or slash Immaculate Bros, my little cousins, man. I got their hat on right now. Y'all can get one of these. And um, trying to think. I think that's it, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Hey, uh, like I said earlier, man, this was episode 36. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, Jerome Bettis episode of the Word. 28 Minutes or Less podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, episode 36, man. I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, real quick, man, shout out to Casey. You know what I'm saying? I debuted the new intro beat on this one. So, um, I hope everybody enjoyed the new intro beat. Obviously, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That intro fire, man. Yeah, it's uh, I told I told him what I wanted, man. He he put it together, man. So he didn't disappoint. So shout out to Casey. I appreciate him for doing that for me and getting that done. Um, also shout out to Candice. Um, she was on this podcast two podcasts ago. I appreciate her and her support and all the type of stuff. She's still <laughs> sending me feedback on things, so I appreciate that. Um, also shout out to Mark. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Sinclair. You know what I'm saying? And, and also, man, shout out to Jamar, man. We were supposed to be on this past uh, Thursday, but, you know what I'm saying, got to reschedule it, so we're supposed to be doing it here, uh, coming up here soon. So we will be on the Culture Code and the Sewer podcast, me and Scoop. So I also support that yep. guy, too, for what he's doing. So be on the lookout for that episode. It's coming soon. Uh, you got any last words before we jump out of here, Scoops? Um, nah, man, to be honest with you, just, you know what I'm saying, thank you for always showing me your support, bro. Thank you for having me on here, man. Thank you for working with me on Viewers Anonymous. Um, you know what I'm saying, I appreciate everything that you do, man. You know what I'm saying, you really are putting in that work. And like I said, man, you know, I told you last episode on Views Anonymous, man, you really motivated me to come back and get back that love of podcasting. So I appreciate you for everything you do. And um, shout out to Uncle Washington, man, because you know what I'm saying that's just that's that's the guy, man. Yes, sir. That's yes, all, sir. Bro. Yes, sir, man. He he's the man, man. He he's the one that run yeah. the other podcast. So 
Man, I appreciate everybody for listening. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast, and we out. <laughs>